When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No holes barred. Hello. Hello. Oh, here she is. Oh, oh, is. Radar.com's on the line. I think I sound sexy, don't I? You do sound sexy. Mm, hello. It's mad how a cold can alter your vocal cords, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Vic, can we talk about the fact that we saw each other on Tuesday and it was complete chaos? I know. It was complete. But did we expect anything less? I was really upset. Were you? I sat on the train literally ticking the whole way home. I was like, I was late for her. I could have spent more time with her and I didn't get to spend more time with her because I was late. I know, but you've got to remember that you came down for business. I'm, I'm not business. I'm just, you know, I'm your side dish. I know, but I, ha- I when I saw you leaning up against that pole, oh. I was like, oh my God, look at that beauty. I do though, every time I see you. Every time Aww. I see you, I said it yesterday, I see you and my initial reaction when I first see you is like, oh my God, I'm seeing a famous person. That's so, so just, random. I think you take my breath away, Vic. Take my breath, breath away. away. No, it was really nice. because So what happens, people, um, is that we arranged to meet in Borough Market, our hotspot, favourite hotspot. And spot. it fucking shut. <laughs> oh, no, I found time Laura got there. It was shutting down because it was that late. Um, but I had a lovely time because actually I very rarely have no point to be somewhere if you know what I mean so obviously I came to meet you and then you were running up your meeting so I did the sort of thing that I used to do pre-kids where I just ambled around looking at the food stalls I got some really delicious food sat down and ate that I people watched which I love and I didn't even really go on my phone I just kind of sat it was a really nice day the sun was shining and I was in the borough market with all the sights and the smells and the sounds it was it was lush I had a really nice time and on my own and then you showed up and things got even better but um shall we share how much we spent on two dishes yeah, let's do it and then we'll share about what fucking catastrophically happened to me afterwards <laughs> oh my god so we went to this very posh place and um we had two ginger ales two what did you lemonades, have lemonades two, two lemonades. lemonades that's four <laughs> Four soft drinks, not even any alcohol. And then we had a plate of essentially um, goopy cheese. cheese that was so fresh, like it had literally just fallen out of the udder onto the plate. It, it was yeah. delicious. It was Absolutely delicious. It was very milky in like a milky residue yeah. with some very thinly sliced courgettes. Yeah. <laughs> Uncooked, I'd uncooked. like to add, uncooked. So there was no cooking. No, really no cooking involved. involved in any of that dish. That was like right. just assemble a dish and put it on yeah. a plate. That's it. Yeah. Um, and then we had some very nice oyster mushrooms that were spectacularly delicious and an Beautiful egg yolk, which we mixed it all up, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, and a basket of bread. Yeah. Um, and that came to a 55 pounds. Thank you. <laughs> 
Welcome to London. Bend over. And like the thing is, can we just add, these weren't full plates. They were side plates. They were fucking starters, weren't they? Yeah. They were two starters and a bit of bread. Mental. 55 fucking quid. And then... To top uh, it all off. But the whole time, it, the first of all, when I met, Laura said, my uterus is falling out of me. It was. <laughs> Literally. My flight in shoe was like dangling. <sighs> and then um, she she said that as soon as we met as well, just tell me what was happening downstairs. And I wanted um, to be detailed. She kept being like, oh God, I won't, I hope I don't leak. And I was like, you're not going to leak. You're not going to leak. Don't worry about it. You're not going to leak. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe it was the shock of the 55 pounds, mate Yeah, guess what happened It made your vaginal canal just spew up some blood Yeah, she leaked leaked. At at front and back Front front and back I've never seen frontage leakage No, no, well mate, neither had I It wasn't until I stood up from my seat And you pointed And I'm like, oh, what are you pointing at? A tassel And I was like, no, it's blood It's blood Oh my God, there's blood on my jeans And then we walked out of the restaurant and she went, walk ahead, I'll see if it's bad at the back. And then she went, oh, it's really bad at the back. I, was like, oh, I, I said, what we need is a scarf. And luckily, Laura was wearing a fucking scarf because you do love a scarf, me. don't you? Do Thank God for that. So she had like a very nice, colourful scarf and she wrapped it around her waist as if she was in All Saints in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Fucking loved that band. I I really like, you are rocking it. You are rocking this look. It was, uh, yeah, it was quite traumatic. I mean, it was also hilarious. And hello, of course that happens because something ridiculous always happens. When Why, we it always, it's always so extreme with you and I. Whenever we meet each other, there's always something really chaotic that happens. <gasps> oh dear. What like the last times. time we saw each other when we were in November, it's because both of your children threw themselves on the floor oh my and had God. a massive tantrum. Yeah, and, and I, you I left. had to do like a swift exit with with Edith was literally over my shoulder screaming, wasn't she? Yeah, you were, <laughs> you weren't in a good way. Like you looked broken. You arrived oh, happy and you left broken. Right. Oh, so that was so that was when you know when you arrange something and you're looking forward to it for so long and you really want yeah. to see your friend and talk to them, but you take your stupid kids and they ruin it. it was, that was not a good day. Yeah. Science Museum, Mayhem. It was when it, it, that was in the midst of my sleep hell with Edith. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Not good and times. Not, I mean, to be fair, roll on two hours and that was my children. <laughs> yeah. I, we, I, I, I'm not kidding you when I say we physically and mentally broke our children that weekend. But you know what? It's just London. It's very overwhelming. I know I live yeah. here, but I, you know, I don't like it's not like I live in Piccadilly Circus. We don't tend to go into central London that often. No. Um, not with the kids anyway Like on the weekends I think we're more likely to go out Like to the countryside than we are to Because the kids just like running You know, yeah. free and easy well, That's what we're going to do later today Because um, it's Sunday We're recording on a no. Sunday Oh my yeah, you god bitches. Do you realise what you mean to us? <laughs> we're coming to you from a Sunday morning When we should be resting My voice well, yeah, right, resting. My kids have been up since fucking 6 o'clock uh, Can we just can we just have a discussion about how close I am to another breakdown if I sleep on the floor much longer? Oh my god, yeah. What are you on now? Week three? Yeah. Oh, week four. I'm not. I can't even remember. When was Easter? Yeah, that was a long time ago. Oh yeah, it's so was. close though. You must yeah. be so close because you showed me a picture. It's been painted. Yeah, it's been painted. Pink and blue is looking yeah. lush. But what did Steve say about the paint, which made me furious on your behalf? Yeah, he went. It's very pink, isn't it? Why then, did I do that? I know, because then that made me go, 
Oh my oh, god, shit. I don't like it. Shit, I don't like it. Oh my god, Vic wouldn't like it. If Vic does, why do I do that? I look at stuff and I go, no, Vic wouldn't like that. I'm like, <laughs> my bedroom. Stop <laughs> doing that, Laura. Not for Vic. Because I'm the interior design guru. That's why you are. You are. <laughs> so everything I look at is through your eyes. I'm like, would she approve? And so yeah, I was furious because I was like, I, I can't deal don't with do this. Don't do this to me, Steve. Don't I love do this it. to me. You love, love it. it. I Good. Love it is it. gorgeous. Yeah. His opinion means nothing. We know that. It, it, he did say that. Yeah, good. He did genuinely say that. I'm in such a bad mood with him this morning just for existing. <laughs> and I don't know why. Well, I just told Laura before we came on the call that yesterday, um, we, I actually had a very un- surprisingly productive day considering that I was in charge of children. Uh, and they were just being good as gold. I've had some really rough weekends with them. And now we seem to be like on a nice little stretch of good weekends. This is what happens with my mm-hmm. kids. I get like two good weekends and then five shit ones. That's that's what happens. So, I'm so next weekend it. it'll be us as shit. <laughs> yeah, next weekend it'll be shit. Um, but they actually allowed me to do things, to get on with jobs, to be productive, which never that's happens. That's lovely. So I was tidying out the shed. I tidied out the shed. I cleaned all of my windows and doors, my new windows and doors. And then I was like, where's Rob amongst all of this? Because the kids were just playing Absolute downstairs cunt. next to me. And I said to Edith, where's daddy? And she said, He's lying on the bed. And I was like, oh, I see. So I went and stood at the bottom of the stairs and did my normal banshee cry. Rob! Rob! And he didn't reply. And I was like, fucking prick. I bet he's asleep. Come upstairs. He's asleep. He Did was you throw a glass of water in his face? Oh, my God. I was so annoyed. I was like, Edith, go and smack Daddy in the face. I mean, oh. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> I need to smack my coffee out. I always do that. If if I know that he's doing something that, he, that he's just like slacking or sleeping, I get one of the kids and I'll be like, go on, go and smack daddy on the bum. Or something like that. <laughs> they slap. love it. They're like, go yeah, punch right daddy then. in the face. Yeah, go, go punch daddy in the balls. <laughs> oh, That's amazing. And he looks um, so disorientated when he woke up. He was like, uh, uh, <laughs> what time is it? It's like, yeah. He said, oh, I was playing with Edith. We were just playing lying down. I was like, bullshit. You were f- what? playing well, how lying you down. That game and she was downstairs. Yeah. She was like, you're boring because you're not playing with me. I'm fucking off and going downstairs with mum. And then you fell asleep. Yeah. Oh, God. So annoying. Fucking prick. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, um, have you got a little story for us? I do have a news article. A news article. Yes, please. News article. Um, so this is from the sun this week We pleased to know from 2018 So we've gone up in the world We're no we longer at this the depths of depravity uh, of, um, Well, that's debatable but yeah, daily okay. sport. Eel regrets that shocking moment A man has an eel removed from his anus by oh, doctors Oh god Now before I go on any further Vic I will say there's actually a fucking video of this is Which there? absolutely would not be shared on social media So let's not say we're going to share it on any platform Oh my god How on earth can they get away with that? Is what's happening? Is it being extracted? Or yeah It's being extracted Oh god a patient will be seen lying on his side while doctors delicately pull the fish from the man's back passage in footage, which is sure to make you squirm. I mean, yeah, it's squirmy. Oh, is he still alive? I don't know, mate. How the... Is it... Oh, God. This is the sick moment a patient has a huge ear eel removed from his anus after the fish was inserted into his back passage. The bizarre footage shows a man lying on his side as medics skillfully fish the creature to avoid use causing any damage while it's removed. It's a whopper as well, mate. Yeah. It's not clear whether the eel, me- uh, whether the eel, eel measuring two foot 
Two foot? What yeah. the hell? I know. Survived its ordeal and the condition of the patient is not known. I hope he's got serious bum damage. That's just horrible, isn't it? Well, it eel's not going to perforate anything, is it? You know, like that to me, that's like getting a, a, a knob of butter and trying to push it through a sieve. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, how do you, how do you give it that? Well, I, I think if it's alive, they're very squirmy. I mean, they obviously, are. this is completely not a cruelty to animals, which we do not condone. No, but no, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't look at an I mean, eel. It's like Cameron all over again, isn't it? <laughs> it's, this is starting to be very um, unpet friendly. This is I know. this podcast. <laughs> uh, but the, the stricken fella would not reveal how or why the eel had made its way up inside him. Well, we know why it made it up. The video is moron. so grim. You wanted something. Basically, this is someone that wants a penis up his bum hole, but he's too afraid to do it. So instead, yeah. it needs to be live. If it's live, it's moving. Oh, my God. How weird is this, though? A month later, a man from the same province, this is in China, was treated for a similar case. I think that people are always forever for the rest of eternity going to try and put random inanimate. Well, that's not even inanimate. That's anim- a very animated that's a very, that's a object. Very thing. But for as long as men have bum holes, they're going to try and put something up it. Mate, I'm, I'm going to blow your mind again because another high-profile incident uh, known as Eelgate, where a 20-year-old vlogger put a condom over an Asian swamp eel, which she used to masturbate with during a live broadcast. Oh, my God, what, on, what on like, Instagram? Or on well, TikTok. Instagram certainly wouldn't allow that, my friend, would it? We both know that. <laughs> no, we can't even flash a bit of areola without getting bloody warnings and things taken down. Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. Let alone frig off with an eel. Well, an eel too. I mean, they're just so rank. Like what? There's. I wouldn't even want to touch it, let alone no. have it actually penetrate my touch a frog. No, I reckon it would feel the same. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like it's like an amphibian, amphibian, an amphibian and the vagina. No, an eel. They're just fucking wriggle all over the place. Aren't they, they electric? Some. Not oh, all. Oh, okay, only some of them, right? I don't know. I mean, we do. We are eating them, don't we? Us cockneys, jelly deals. Do you eat them? <laughs> jelly min deals. No, I've never eaten. Them. <laughs> I can eat them. Anything in jelly? No thanks. What? <laughs> it really it's, like, does. it's like cat food, isn't it? Cat food's in jelly. That's what it reminds me of. It's absolutely disgusting. Um, you, have you talking of influencers doing rank things? Have you heard about this whole Dubai potty thing? No. So there's a big thing on TikTok uh, of like people watching this video. I haven't watched it, um, but I'm I'm going to take a guess and say that it's a little bit like that two girls, one cup kind of vibes oh. from, you know, many a moon ago, if you remember yeah. that. Oh, I but, remember it. And that was kind of before social media, like really, time, wasn't yeah. it? I, we, I, we barely had the internet. We I said to Steve, I was like, oh, I've heard about this thing, like two girls, one cup, and like, let's go upstairs and turn the, the computer on. Like, yeah. that's, that's how fucking long ago it was. <laughs> You know, like we didn't even have uh, the internet on our phone, I don't think. And if we did, it would have cost a fucking fortune. So just to give it a bit of context, if you didn't watch that or you didn't know of it, Ooh, let's just grim. say it's two girls, one, one cup, cup and, and a lot of poop. <laughs> a lot of poop. But there's kind of like an equivalent of that happening at the moment. But it's about influencers, um, so-called influencers, that uh, get invited to these parties in Dubai what? And basically just get paid to do really like depraved things. What? And one of them is eating shit. 
uh, and that's what the the thing is. So if you go and have a look at the Dubai potty thing, it's about that. It's about yes. Yeah, like, oh, much. Um, so that's like me, me or you. We could get invited to go and eat shit. The girls that get invited tend to be, let's just say, um, on the scale of hotness of like one to ten, they're probably what? like a, a nine or ten, as in like supermodel vibes. <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't know where you're looking There's body positivity And then there's just being In absolute denial About what you really look like (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they're going to invite me A flappy-titted Saggy-gunted mum To Dubai To be shat on So basically what you're talking about Are uh, To be shit on uh, (laughs) Is um, People that are living The influencer life That we reject She's a supermodel Yeah like that kind of vibe I'm not being funny I'll quite happily sit here A little bit flappy A little bit saggy Full of stretch marks And not eat shit Yeah oh yeah same Yeah I mean You know I'm not I'm not going to be Eating poo anytime soon Are you Are you secretly (laughs) going Where's my invite Okay Where's my invite Oh my god Who would do that All right. let me ask you The question Okay. If someone gave you and said, I'm going to give you a million pounds, would you let Rob shit on you? Where? On my body? On my foot? I'm thinking your like chest area. Oh, God. <laughs> well, look, the price of gas and heat is it's really, it's really going to be high next year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a million pounds is actually what could I do with it? It would change my life. Let's put it that way. So yeah, I'm I'm considering it. I'd I'd do it. I but the one thing that I need to stipulate is that I have to have my eyes closed. Yes, I can't have my eyes open. I can't watch that. Like if I witness it, it's over between me and Rob. I mean, you know, in some ways, it would be payback for me shitting into Rob's hands during labour. Wouldn't it? Yeah, but that was his choice to put his hands over it. Yeah, that's, that's true. His choice, not he yours. Certainly you didn't, didn't get paid a million pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'd yeah, have to I... close my eyes, and um, he could do it. And then I just, I really just could not. I mean, I was actually closing my eyes then. That's what I, was I know. <laughs> I've, I've actually got a visual, and I, I don't know. I think Steve would be so upset by it. <laughs> I think I'd have to wear a blindfold because I know what I'm like. I wouldn't, I'm, I can't be told what to do even by myself. So if I told myself, <laughs> don't close your eyes, I know that I would open them just to look. Um, and that actual moment. That it would be the moment. It would be that, that would be it. Hairy forest of an anus. Would open like up. Dangling over my chest and the poo's coming out. I'd be like, I oh, wow. Cope. No, I can't. I think I'd want to do it for the money, but then there's another part of me that thinks I, I think it would probably wreak havoc in our, in our relationship. Yeah, but then you can just pay for therapy because you've got a million pounds. It would need to be a lot of therapy. That would that would do you about ten years worth of therapy. That yeah. at least, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I wouldn't <laughs> want to do it just to go into therapy shit. for it. <laughs> like, yeah, let's do it, and then basically it just funds the the therapy that we need for what we just experience as a couple. Is there anyone in the world, like celebrity, whatever, who you would willingly accept to poo off? God. Probably Henry Cavill. Yeah, you love him, don't you? Mm. Well, you know what I'm going to say. I know, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing is that worries me about him. I mean, I can take, I'm really seriously going to do this. He's quite a big man. I reckon his poos are like giant logs, don't you? (laughs) 
like the size of a baby's forearm. Everything's pretty built, to be fair. I think yeah. it would be pretty. All I those protein shakes as well, babes. Oh. I don't, you know what? I do struggle. I don't even know. I don't know. I think, like, you know, that whole never meet your hero. I feel like, you know, never, never let your hero, hero shit, shit on, on you. Whoever's <laughs> <laughs> up there, I don't think we should ever let our hero shit on us. How do we get from eels up the arse to, would you let <laughs> someone shit know. on you? It's just the way of our conversation, mate. Right. Shall we move on to a little story? Go ahead. Oh, oh, I've got a voice note. Oh. I always do that, don't I? You go, let's have a story. And I go, oh, I've got a voice note. You ready? Yeah, go on. I just had to drop you a quick voice note. Um, I'm listening to your podcast. It's Kirkcaldy and Cowden Beef. (gasps) Cowden oh. beef. Oh, it sounds so beautiful. Her saying those and words. Cowden beef is a football team, by the way. Ah, oh. we're like, what is that? A brand? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it's some um, Scottish folk. Absolute ignorance. Well, that's a little tidy up time English there, isn't people. it? A little impromptu yeah, tidy up. Lovely. Little impromptu tidy up. Thanks for that. So this is a kind of like a little unusual one. But here we go. So uh, someone's written into us. Hi, ladies. I've never written into a podcast before, but after having a hard couple of weeks, I thought I know exactly who can relate to my struggles. Oh, <laughs> um, we have recently got a puppy who is now about 12 weeks old. And while he's the greatest thing in the world, we are also getting used to being responsible for another living thing. Our schedule revolving around something out of our control um, after being together for seven years and it only having been us two the whole time until now. I'm completely aware that a puppy is not as hard as a child, but spending all day, every day with him while I try to work from home and my husband gets to go into work, I get to the end of each day feeling like I want to scream. Literally, I've Googled places you can go to scream, (laughs) which as a quiet person is very out of my character. I was wondering what you two do to relieve stress, frustration when it's not as easy as go to the gym. I could barely leave him alone for two minutes to go pee. The puppy, not my husband. (laughs) Any advice on how to be patient stroke deal with pent up frustration would be appreciated. Thank you very much. I don't have kids, but I appreciate your honesty on the subject. And it's good to know that if I ever did, I'm not expected to love every minute of it. Um, So first of all, I can massively relate to this because I did get a puppy when I was about 23 with my ex-boyfriend and um, yeah, we were all very settled and everything. Been, to, been with him since I was 18, got this puppy. I kind of like, I was slightly more reluctant to get it because I was young and I was a bit like, I don't want any responsibility, but okay, fine. This guy was very controlling and he made the decisions um, and we got this puppy. <laughs> I'll tell you now, it was fucking shit. I, yeah. I absolutely, like, it is such hard work having a puppy. They are, they're awful. They're, they are so intense. And yeah, of course, it's not like a child, but it is still that it's, level. It's a version of. It is a version of. And um, they are full on. I, I don't even think she chilled out until she was about eight months old. So that's about right, isn't it? They're kind yeah. of like, she just suddenly just got, you know, all right. But I used to have to cycle back from my job in the lunch break to go and see her because she was just insane. Otherwise, if I left on her own, I stayed with her for about three weeks when we first got her. I was there every day. And I just remember thinking, what the fuck have we done? Like, this is awful. She chewed up the house. She pissed and shit everywhere. She was just a nightmare. And then she'd be up in the night, like four times in the night. Yeah, crying. (laughs) Like, 
oh my god and then you know like at that age when you were going out i was going out loads and like i'd want to be out for a night out and then it gets to like half ten it's like oh we've got to go back for the dog it's like oh my god what is what this the fuck yeah. So um, when that relationship broke down, um, I do actually think the dog played a massive part in it. Not that I'm saying that you're going to split up your partner, right? <laughs> yeah. No, they are. I I completely agree. We before we had the kids, we had a, a puppy, and fucking hell, it was awful. I hated yeah. it. It was such yeah. hard work. I was so fucking tired, and then I fell pregnant with Elliot. Unfortunately, the dog did get killed in a car accident. But unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> he was six months old. He ran out in front of a car. When and you I'm say not saying the that's car accident, it sounds like he was driving <laughs> <laughs> irresponsibly. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I, I definitely was like, "What the fuck." Yeah. And as for like pent up aggression and stuff, if you don't have a place that you can go to where you can just like scream, which by the way is absolutely fine if you want to, imagine doing it. That's yeah. what I do. If I feel like, oh, like I'm really angry, I imagine punching a punch bag. Yeah. And like really like going to town on it. It really works. Well, it works for me anyway. Yeah, I do actually have to scream, but I'll just put, oh, so what was that? Was that with me and you that we were talking about the silent scream where you put your hand over your mouth and you scream into your mouth? Screaming, sorry, screaming, not screaming to your mouth, screaming oh, to your hand. <laughs> you put your hand over your mouth and you mouth. scream, you can't hear anything. You go, mm. like that. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah, so you can do that. So because then obviously you're not screaming like a complete lunatic. But if it's really bad, I do do that. I mean, obviously I don't do it in front of the kids because they'll be like, <laughs> let's have a little mommy. But screaming I, you can to just, a pillow, that's another thing. Screaming to a pillow, but you can, you can just go into whatever the toilet and do that. And uh, that does really help in those moments of pure rage. Now, I, I always thought that I was a really patient person. Is that a lie? Maybe that is a lie. Maybe I've always been impatient. I think I've always been impatient. <laughs> You've just learned it recently. It's only got worse as I've had children. Um, but I, I, yeah, frustration, I think probably for me, wanking is a big release of every emotion. Um, and sometimes I'm like, God, I'm just so aggy. And I'm like, oh. Oh yeah, all right then. Yeah, let's go and have a little, let's go and have a little tinkle on the old bean. And then I always feel better after that um, because obviously it does release serotonin and oxytocin, all those nice things that are going to make you feel better. Um, and then exercise is a massive release for me. Yeah, I, well, I mean, obviously there's everything, anything that's going to release all of the good hormones in your brain are yeah. going to help. But yeah, yeah. like I, I think- can't, I don't go to the gym because uh, I, I, I do think especially if she's looking after you've got to think like she's looking after the dog so maybe she can't go out and do things yeah. i mean the dog's probably gonna be an absolute prick while she's exercising but at this stage when it's little do you still have a one of those like cage you know you have to have a cage for it when it first yeah. comes so it can like crate. be secure the crate is not a cage. no it's not a bear this, mate. this week is not making us look like we like animals at all <laughs> not making you look like you like animals just stick it in a cage it's fine it is a cage though isn't it <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a cage but we'll we'll just call it, a crate. call it a crate stick it in the crate and then go and do a 30 minute workout on youtube that's I what i do her. i do i do genuinely feel for it even when we got willow toby was three when we got willow it was fucking awful i mean that's mental a was toddler and a, like no it, steve was do like oh yourself. my god well, I think I was very reluctant about getting her and it took me a good 18 months to go, this was a good idea. 
Yeah. Because Steve fucked off to work and I was responsible for everything else. And I felt so resentful yeah. of Steve for being able to do what the fuck he liked while I was at home dealing with all of the shit. Yeah. Really resentful. So I can totally get that. Regardless, you know, take the kids out of it. Like Willow, Toby was potty training. Willow would eat the shit out of the potty. It was awful. Oh my God. That's quite trying good to wipe, Trying to wipe the kids' to ass. Up. Yeah. <laughs> trying to wipe Toby's ass. And then you're trying to fucking stop the dog from eating the shit. It was all so stressful. <laughs> oh my God. So I, yeah, just just to let her make her feel better. Puppies are pricks, but they do grow out of it. What about oh, your, what about Indy though? Is she she's puppy? loads easier. Well, she's but you got her when she was older, didn't you? No, she was four months old when we got her. Okay, so she's all right, but she's just not. I think because ma- she's a street dog, and she so just got like, on with it. Yeah, bitches. Yeah, she, honestly, we do we do call her a street rat. We do <laughs> because like she's got she's so small. But she and she's the friendliest dog ever. But she's just got no fucking qualms with going up to any dog and be like, "All right, mate, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's play. No, you want to play? All right, fuck off. Then I'm going and I'm gone." But she's not scared of any dog. She's not scared she's of anything. She's not hectic she's though. Yeah, she's hectic. Oh, is she? Yeah. She, I do I, wonder I mean, how you deal with that because do you Willow, like the Willow hectic. takes the brunt of it? Oh, really? That's <laughs> what <laughs> I do genuinely think because. Willow's like a mum now, you know? Right. And Willow's very protective of her. So if she runs off and Willow can't see her, Willow will run and try and find her. And then when she does find her, she almost like tails her off. So she's become like the mother type. But sometimes you see Willow sat there and Indy's hanging off of her ear. And I think (laughs) Willow's saying to me in her eyes, like, why did you do this to me? (laughs) So basically Willow's basically, she's a mum. She is, yeah. That's how we feel with our kids hanging off our tits, just yeah. like with that sad look in her eyes of yeah. like, what's happened to my life? I, lo- I mean, I I love them, but they're fucking hard work. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, just I get wouldn't. To us. Just get towards us. Get towards us. Get towards And then yeah. do some workouts and flick your bean, and all will be, harmony will be restored. Um, can I also just say, we've had quite a lot of, I don't know if flack is the what I should Uh-oh. say. <laughs> We've had quite a response of people saying, oh, I don't have a TV. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. But are, okay. Not having a TV, but are they watching catch up on their laptops or on another electronic device? That's well, what I want to know. One person said that they, um, if it's not longer, if it's any longer than a TikTok video, they're not interested. Why? Yeah. What? Because they don't have the concentration span. I guess so. I don't know. TikTok is ruining us all. I mean, I as brilliant as it is, but it really is. But I'm a bit like that. I, I'll watch things now and I'm like, if I'm not engaged with it within a minute, I'm like, turn it off. Yeah, I'm like that. Hey, Vic. Hey, Laura. You know how much we love to talk about sex? Oh, I do indeed. Well, let me tell you about Cheeks. It's a subscription-based sexual wellness platform that offers authentic adult films and tutorials, erotic audio stories, expert-led live workshops on sexual wellness, and a taboo-breaking magazine. Laura, my bean is tingling in anticipation. That sounds like something all us horny girls need to achieve a better sexual life. Am I right? Absolutely. And you know what, Vic? One of my favourite features is the real and authentic sex depicted. None of that, I've come to fix your boiler. Absolutely not. It's a female-friendly porn site that, unlike mainstream porn, doesn't give you the ick. 
And with our code, no holes, you can access Cheeks for free for 14 days when you select the annual subscription option. Go to getcheeks.com. That's G-E-T-C-H-E-E-X.com. Or click on the link in the episode description and use the code no holes to access the promo. Happy bean flicking. Um, so I've got a story. Oh my God. Can I tell you something so ridiculous that happened this morning that I couldn't even believe was real? I'd love you to. So I, I got out of the shower and, um, I've got uh, a mirror in my bedroom that is so harsh. I call it my hairy bitch mirror because every time I look at <laughs> it, bitch it literally illuminates every single hair on my body. It's so unforgiving. But anyway, I um, thought I had a spot on my back. So I turned around and I was looking at it and it looked like I just had like a random hair just on my back, like a long curly hair. So I went to take it off. It was fucking attached. <gasps> It was fucking attached, Laura. Oh, mate, it was like I hair. had a ponytail. No, I'm not joking. It was like this long. Oh, so it'd probably come from it's your one head. Of those hair ones that come out my head. It's, it's reattached into my back. Like oh a my god! god. Damn. <laughs> we can't be friends. Hairy spine. What we can't be friends on earth. Well, I pulled it as well. Like I pulled out. You know, like how your skin really moves when you pull a hair. So that was like. Ah! I just pulled it out. It's fine. Okay, so. Firstly, hi ladies, I started listening to your podcast a while ago. I had to stop after my daughter asked me a few worrying questions. Mummy, what's the slag? She's five. <laughs> I thought she wasn't listening. Whoops. Anyway, my son is 18 months and I'm back to half uh, half hour commute to work and it gives me a chance to listen and mentally prepare for a shift in the ambulance service. Wow. I quite often sit at traffic lights laughing like a dickhead. Love it. So I know how much you love a poo story. So here's one for you. I was doing the afternoon school run, collecting my two stepsons. I usually arrive a tad early and as parking is shite. So I'm in the car scrolling Facebook whilst my one-year-old sleeps. My gut gurgled. The sweat started and I knew something was moving south. After a mini panic and no toilet in the vicinity, I thought I'd breathe through it and I'd be fine. Nope. I full on panic that I'm about to shit myself. And just before I collect the boys from school, I started rooting around for something in the car that could possibly help. Nothing. I thought about shitting into a nappy. I'm not a size <laughs> five in pampers. Stupid thought. Aha. <laughs> Going through the changing bag, I pull out a nappy bag. A fucking nappy bag was a great plan. So I'm sure you can guess where it's going. Yes, I climbed into the back of for some privacy and shat into a nappy bag. It was definitely a low point. My 18-month-old son was making ice <laughs> into the nappy bag. Like one of those little plastic bags. <laughs> I saw myself out, used his wipes to freshen up before going to collect the boys. Slight problem, the car stunk of shit. I couldn't leave it. I had to take it. I managed to find a Tesco carrier bag in the boot and wrap it up in that. Then put the bag at the bottom of the push chair. I proceeded to push my shit to the school, hoping to find a bin. I did not. Luckily, Thomas can't talk and the smell of the nappy bag shit can be blamed on the baby. Perfect cover up. Keep up the laughs and reality of life, lady. Here's 
hoping nappy bag shit gate might make it this podcast and give you a laugh i'm still traumatized <laughs> mate if anything i think that is an excellent receptacle to shit into because it's got handles because you can just yeah. hold it there it's like yeah. perfectly you know over the bum hole i mean she in the car again it's always that practical sort of thing of like what are you how are you getting into the correct angle poised to poo oh i mean i very recently pissed into a wellington boot in the car <laughs> I emptied it out in in a hospital car park. Um, were you wearing jeans? Yeah, I pulled them down around my knees, covered myself in my jacket. Okay, put your jacket on. And got Toby's yeah. Wellington boot and pissed into it. <laughs> what did you do the Wellington boot after? Just chuck it. Still in the car, mate. <laughs> yes, that's what I'd actually <laughs> definitely would do that. Um, <sighs> yeah, when you've got to go, you've got to go. I know, but I just don't think I've ever weeing is one thing. I have noticed actually recently. I've I've my urge to wee has increased quite significantly. Has it? Yeah, really weirdly. Yeah, I don't understand what's going on. And it's like I, before I didn't have that, no. and I just all of a sudden I'm like, fuck! I've got to go to this. I'm going to piss myself. I had to abandon my shopping Asda yesterday, maybe, and do like literally had to do like jump over the uh, security gates like it was a hurdle to get. To- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna piss. I've got to piss. It's coming out my flaps. Um, uh, yeah, I just, yeah. I, I think it, the only problem for me is if my tummy's gurgling, it means diarrhea. Yeah, and diarrhea. Not back. even one of them. No, they're not big enough. That is not oh, a big yeah. enough receiver of that. It's not even that. Load. That's just really awful. <laughs> yeah. It would I've also held... just splat everywhere, wouldn't it? It would splat back up onto your bum cheeks. Yeah. I've held not what you need the on the upholstery. So they shit into a dog poo bag. Like I've done that. My, Edith will. She'll do like a wild poo. She'll she'll go to the toilet anyway. But Oliver is so particular about where he does a wheel poo. Like he won't piss outside. He just can't do that. He's never really been able to do it. He's too... I think to him it deviates from what's supposed to happen. Has he got a nervous much. urethra? <laughs> He hasn't. He can hold on to a piss for like a record-breaking amount of time, but then really? when it's coming, that's it. It's like yeah. he, he's he's got to go. Like action like, station. Yeah, it's like fuck. He's gonna piss himself. Um, in fact, the other day, well, I think both my kids still have accidents frequently of pee, huh? pees and poos. Um, but the other day, Edith was walking very strangely. It's like, what's up with you? And kind of like wiggling her bum around. And uh, I don't know if she just dropped it off there and then, or if it had come down, <laughs> come down sometime earlier because it was pretty hard, <laughs> and it just been festering in her pants. But um, oh, nice. she had a massive round turd in her knickers. Oh, like, isn't that lovely? You want to tell me about that? <laughs> I always find it so fascinating how kids' shit can literally just turn into a ball. Oh my! I, I just I'm I can't believe the size of the turds that come out of Edith out of the two of them because she likes her food, doesn't she? Yeah. So she really does pack in a lot of food that kid. And then these just logs come out of her, even bigger than Adam Driver's, I imagine. <laughs> even bigger than yours. <laughs> even bigger than mine. I was, I, you know what I said to you when I was on the way up to London the other day, and I put the the episode on, and I literally just skipped to the story that I find the funniest. <laughs> Of all the stories that I've been read out, it's the Fanny Fatter of Doom. Yeah, it's such a good one. Which was one. in the first series. So yeah. it's an old one. And I was sat on the train, I was thinking, I want to laugh. And I thought, I know what will make me laugh. It's that story. And so I skipped to it and I heard you read it out. And I remember the tears rolling down my face as you read it out to me. So funny. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. That was such a good, good story. Oh, I've got really bad headache, Laura. 
Have you? It suddenly come on, it's on my eyebrows. Oh, um, I, I did have, I, I also was on my period when you were on your period. Still on your period now? No, I'm not. I'm Well, I, I'm kind of like tittering. I'm, I'm finished now. I'm on the edge. I had a whole day. Like I had two days where I'd like obviously fucking full-blown fallopian uh, yeah. hemorrhaging. Yeah. And then I had nothing. I was like, that's a short period. And I fucking started my period again the day later. That always happens. It's like your body tricks you. It goes, oh, yeah. bye, see you later. Oh, no, I'm still here. I, so, I think it's because I've got such a tight cooch. Yeah, it maybe. It's just holding on to I'm it. Holding on. <laughs> holding on to my period trauma. But um, I had a uh, last period because I was doing really good with the nutritional advice and was eating all the right shit. I, did, I had a really easy period last month. And then this month, I've not been so good with the food because, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's, it's just it's quite hard work making sure that you eat healthy all the time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And um, but I really noticed a significant difference in how my period, my PMS was. So I just gotta eat those sprouts, man. I gotta eat I my sprouts. sprouts, and they've gone moldy in the fridge. Oh no! Well, oh, you no. know, ever since you told me to do the roasted sprout recipe, FYI, if no one's tried it, I didn't like sprouts, and I would never eat them. And now I make that salad all the time. So it's roasted sprouts, cut them in half, roast them in the oven with garlic, garlic and olive oil, olive oil, salt, salt, salt pepper. pepper. And then and you I put can... honey on at the end. Do you do that? No, I put parmesan on. Parmesan. Oh, parmesan. Oh, fucking hell. She's so posh. Parmesan. <laughs> Can't pronounce the Scottish words correctly, but she's on the old parmesan. So, yeah, I've, I've put parmesan on um, maybe once, but I don't always have parmesan in the house. No, I, I do, I do I flaked almonds. Cheese. I go all out then when it comes out. So do the honey at the end. Flaked almonds. Steve would be livid if I put almonds on. Oh, does he hate them? He hates nuts. Oh my god, get out of my face! I eat nuts all the time. Um, yeah, flaked almonds, but the toasted ones, and then um, some blue cheese, mate. Mm. So good with the blue cheese. Blue cheese either. Steve, get out! What is wrong with you? I know. I know. What a unrefined palate you have, young man. He Um, he likes normal sprouts, though. What do you mean? Like just boiled? Yeah. Oh, kill me now. I'd rather be dead than eat a boiled sparrow. sparrow. (laughs) (laughs) God, I just keep having a dig at the animals. You know what? I've had a really rough week because that happened. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, it's your bloody bird that you saved. Laura sent me a picture of a bird and was like, this just flew into my garden and I'm resting No, 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 we went to go vote. We went to go vote. And Steve, obviously, old um, Eagle Eye Steve, he does love a bird, Steve. He went, oh my goodness, look. And I was like, yeah, it's a bird. He's like, Laura, it's a baby bird. I was like, (gasps) like mothering instinct kicked in. I was like, we must save it, Steve. He was like, what? No, (laughs) we can just look at it. (laughs) I'm sure. And its mum was flying around, but I'm not kidding you. I don't. The nest must have been up in a house. There's no way this bird was ever going to get up because it was yeah. like a massive wall, and then it was just a, a busy road. I said, "Steve, we can't fucking leave it." So yeah, we rescued it, but fucking hell, it was like the Houdini of the bloody spat of the starling world. He escaped every fucking thing. So I started out by going, "This is it, Steve. We're going to rear it until it's ready to fly." <laughs> it escaped. You're like Kez. <laughs> <laughs> and then within an hour with a pissed <laughs> she texted me about it all emotional and I was like bury it that's my response <laughs> and then within an hour 
I met, I got in contact with the local uh, bird man in our area and I was like, will you take this darling? Cause he's doing my fucking head in. Um, and yeah, he's like, he's fucking loves the bird. Like he rescued a kestrel in our area and looked after What do you mean the local bird man? What does that mean? He just likes to look after birds. But how do you get his number? Like, how do you know where to find him? Do you have to do a special message call? No, the vet's like, oh, oh, oh. And then he just shows up in khaki (laughs) with worm meal. (laughs) You mean mealworm? (laughs) Mealworm. I don't know about birds, do I? Worm (laughs) meal. Um, yes, yeah, so I took it round and he was like, yeah, absolutely fucking loving it. Did you ever watch the Chris Peckham documentary? No. He's a funny fella. Um, but he told this story about when he had no friends or anything uh, growing up. He was like, when I was 16, I met a bird who became my best friend. And he basically hung out with a bird from like age 16 to 20. It was his oh, best mate. kill me. <laughs> That really upset me. They, when Steve uh, worked uh, somewhere and there was a lad that used to go into the branch every day and Steve, like, honest to God, Laura, he's such a knob. Like, he annoys all of us. He deliberately antagonises all of us. And he's a, he's a train spotter. Well, in that moment, as soon as he was a train spotter, it changed everything for me. I was <laughs> like, Steve. He sounds amazing. <laughs> like... I love him. So he's like, no, don't do that. Don't go Laura on me. I was like, how dare you say that? He's a train spotter. He's like, that doesn't mean that he's not a cunt, Laura. I was like, God. So uh, I don't know who Chris Peckham is. I'm going to have to uh, Google him. You, oh, you know him. He was in the wildlife fella from growing up on TV for all the kids shows. Chris. Oh, what is he on? Uh, Chris Peckham. Watch? Yeah, probably. His only friend was a bird. Yeah. Oh my God, how amazing is that? I said to Steve, I was like, what if the starling loves us so much that it doesn't ever leave us? And within an hour, I was like, bye, like, get rid of it. I that goes it. to show how maternal I am. <laughs> within an hour, I didn't want the responsibility of it. Um, yeah. Oh God. So well, I think we can probably round up now. Yeah, I think we can round up I feel, well. I feel like we've done a lot this, this episode. We've done so much animal bashing, it's unbelievable. <laughs> we didn't Chris Packham, you fucking bitch. Uh, right, so if you want to send us um, any bird-related stories, <laughs> don't. don't um, yeah. Or if you want to send us a normal story, uh, an agony on whatever you an fancy, eel, whatever you fancy, eels up bums. Uh, you can email us at noholesworldpodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do, Laura? They can go to our Instagram page, which is noholesbardpodcast. Yeah, that's, that's it. right. <laughs> Uh, so blankly then that was hilarious i was like have i missed a word and and just send us a dm yeah (laughs) or voice note us simple as that (laughs) or you can go to our website at www.noholesbarpodcast.com and you can buy yourself a beautiful lovely sex toy yeah especially the girl that's all sad with the dog just go on our website get yourself a little toy that will relieve some frustration and then scream into your hand as you come how about that That's good advice this that week. So fucked up. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> Rob oh is so lucky. God. He's so lucky. <laughs> uh, all right then. We shall see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. 
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.